As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Welcome into the podcast, everybody. Thanks for your time as we talk investing, finance, and retirement with Charles Scott here on Financial Choices Matter. This week, we've got a little retirement preparedness quiz for you. We're going to go through five questions. You can play along with us, maybe grade yourself along the way. I might take the quiz and grade myself as well. But first, let's say hi to Charles. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, things are good. You know, uh, every we had an election someday. You know, we may know now by the time you all listen to this who won. Uh, and so things, and we and we may not, <laughs> and we may not. That's democracy at work. Sometimes it's really messy, but it's there. It's uh, there. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be someplace else because I don't think anybody else has figured it out any better than we have. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of messy, how's the little guy? Oh, he's grandson. fun. Yeah. He's, oh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't had to deal with the messiness yet. Yeah. Well, I babies are messy, so, but they're cute. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's fine. cute, messy, he's right? Good. That's good. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's getting bigger and probably messier because of that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's have some fun this week. Let's talk about a uh, little quiz we've got. It's five questions here, Charles, for retirement preparedness. And basically, I'm just going to kind of give out the question, let you give us some feedback on it, and kind of just give me a general grade across what you see with uh, folks that have come in through the years that you talk to. Uh, I'll play along grade myself. Our listeners can do the same kind of thing. Just a simple, you know, ABC you know, D kind of, you know, F <laughs> report card kind of thing. There you go. And we'll have some okay. fun with it. All right. Yep. Sounds like a plan. All right. So do you know how much you have? Seems like a simple question for number one. Do you know how much you have? I'm going to go, I'm going to go on a limb here and say, I think the average person's probably a C. I think a lot of us have a general idea of what we have. We say, okay, I know I've got, um, you know, I know I've got my 401k and I've got you know, $5,000 in the savings account and whatever's in my checking account. And I think that's about the gist for most of us. Okay. Would you agree? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily disagree, but what we have found is people don't necessarily, it's not so much what they have. Most people have a, have a pretty good sense of what they have. Okay. But what, what we also find is though, when you start to ask them the question, well, have you ever worked someplace else? And did you roll your old 401k into your, uh, well, no, it's still over there. Uh-huh. You know, okay. Uh that that's stuff gets left behind from job changes and moves and all of that stuff. You know, or are you've got your your advisor that you're working with and you're talking to me now because you don't know if you want to stay with this guy and you're here in Arizona and he's in uh, you know, Indiana. How come? Well, I don't know. I just never changed. I mean, gotcha. that's so that's the other side of that. But so are you giving that a, a higher score or a lower score than I? I said like a C across the board. What are you, are you thinking? Uh, no, I no, it probably yes. I think they know how much they've got. They just can't put their finger on it necessarily now. Okay. There's a couple more questions in the quiz that end up being more critical. Okay. The overall, yeah. the overall retirement preparedness thing. But yeah, most people have a pretty good sense of what they've got. Okay. They don't know if it's a, if it's of what they've got is good for them or not because they've okay. had it for a long time. <laughs> that's well, a good follow-up I mean, question. Other, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other podcast, for gosh sake. Yeah, that's a good follow-up anyway. question. Is do you know <laughs> if it's good for you what you have? That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, for, yeah for, for the sake of today's quiz, we'll stick with the five we've got here. Sure. All right. So, yeah. do you know how much you have, folks? You know, ask yourself that question if you're playing along with us. Yep. Number two, do you know how much you spend? Now, I'm going to say I think a lot of us are going to get a, a poor grade in this department. I know. 
I'm going to because I tend to think I know what I spend. And then when I get around to every so often going through and actually dissecting it, I go, wow, <laughs> when did I do that? That's exactly it. Almost everybody flunks themselves. Mm-hmm. By the time by the time they go through, and do it, you have an idea, and then we give people a detailed spreadsheet of you got to list all your expenses. Go back over the last. You don't have to go back over the last year. Go back over the last three months or six months and fill in every single spot where you spend money. And no one has ever done that and not said, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea I spent that much in this category." Right. Because so, you don't, you, if you have more than enough, if you're, you know, if, if more than enough is coming in that you're not paying detailed attention to where it's going. That's a good point. Yeah. And that probably and what, changes through time of our life, right? When we're well, younger sure. and we, every penny counts, we know exactly what we're spending because, you know, yeah. it's, we got to keep we an own, eye on it, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And as we move towards retirement, then it becomes a more critical and important question of really, truly knowing how much you spend. Comes back around again. Yeah. If, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If you've so been solid D you know, or D minus. <laughs> well, you can give them that one. I'm going to flunk. You're going to flunk everybody. most people. Okay, I'm going to flunk. Right. Well, almost I, I was talking about me. I, I'm giving myself. Okay, a, well, a, I don't. Yeah, you and I haven't done this. I mean, I don't know. I'd probably be appalled at what you do, Martha. <laughs> we still have fun, so you, I don't care. You'd be like, you're not <laughs> listening to me, sir. <laughs> All right. So, you know, again, do you know how much you spend? Definitely a tougher category. I think we do the general basics. Uh, We think car, mortgage, utilities, you know, general food. Okay. We probably spend, I don't know, a thousand bucks a month on food, whatever. Right. But you're thinking more grocery store probably than you are eating out and, you know, the various different things. And when you're talking about retirement to Charles's point, um, there's all the little things, you know, my dad used to tell me, I spend the most money on a Saturday, and well, in retirement, every day is a Saturday. So, oh, there you go. That's right. a good one. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He didn't. He didn't live too long in his retirement, but he definitely enjoyed himself, and that was one of the things he would tell me. He's like, "This retirement stuff's great, but man, I spend a lot of money, and every day is a Saturday." <laughs> so there that's you cute. Go. Uh, all right, number three. Do you know how much risk you have with your retirement portfolio? And I was definitely going to say a solid F for most people here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. No question about it. They just, they don't know. They've never, they've never looked at it that way. The risk analysis stuff that a lot of people go through, and I've talked about this, I'm sure on the podcast before, uh-huh. where you take a nine or 10 question and it tells you what your risk number is. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't care how sophisticated the algorithms are that go into it. It's my contention. It's total crap. There's two factors that fit into it. One of them is how old are you? And the other one is how long till you used to think you're going to retire. Mm-hmm. And everything else spins from those two answers. And so people don't know. You know, They also don't know that there's, uh, I wrote an article, golly, I don't know, three or four years ago for Kiplinger.com. Mm-hmm. And I identified 13 different kinds of risk. So it's not just investment risk. There's all right. kinds of other risks that are out there. So people don't even know that there's other kinds of risks that exist. And- they have no idea how to calibrate it and whether how it fits with them. Because some people can afford to take a whole bunch of risk in certain areas. Others can't afford to take much risk in any area. So they don't know. And just from the investment point of view, they've got no idea. They've got no idea. Well, there's a lot of different kinds of risk. And then there's risk multipliers as well, you know, just the, the, oh, yeah. the longevity. That's where maybe the age you know, question kind of comes in. But to your point, absolutely. If, if a lot of us don't know and a lot of those analysis type of things are, you know, a little bit too thin, how do we find out? I mean, is it truly sitting down and, and diving in with an advisor so they can really dissect it? Uh, that's ideally what you would want to do. The question ends up being if, you know, you just said an advisor, what kind of an advisor are they? Are they okay. just a guy that, are, are they somebody that just sells? 
you know, put you in a diversified, what they call a diversified portfolio. So maybe more you know, of a retirement or, planner then. Yeah, something like that. Or is this somebody that really ana analyzes all the stuff that you've gotten? It helps you decide what risks are important to you and does much more comprehensive financial planning. Yeah. And most advisors don't do that. They say they do that, but in reality, they don't do that. Ask an advisor how, you know, for how many of your clients do you do an analysis of the property casualty insurance that you have on your house or your car? Mm, gotcha. They're not going to do that. I mean, some do. I mean, and kudos to those that do, but they don't do that. But that's a part of this. Can you save somebody some money by changing their insurance? I well, mean, we don't sell that stuff, but we just right. look at it and say, this is what you need to know. So all of those kinds of all those risks that are factored into that matter. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a good point, too, because, you know, as a fiduciary advisor, you know, you, you kind of go across the gamut and look at all these pieces of the puzzle. Uh, you may be working with somebody who's really maybe more like a broker. They're really just kind of concerned about, you know, growing your investments. Uh, right. And then there's somebody else who maybe is really just an insurance only person. They don't have their, their license to do some of the other stuff. So they're really going to focus. Their focus is going to be on more insurance related products and stuff like that versus maybe someone who really is looking at the tax, the the income, uh, the you know the uh, legacy planning portion of it, the long term care, just all yeah. the multiple facets of it. Yeah, all all those parts. Now, nothing, that doesn't mean that the folks that that you mentioned initially that are focused in one specific area doesn't mean that they're not good at what they do. Sure, yeah, they yeah. Just need, yeah, you just need to know that that's they don't do all the rest of it. Yeah. Well, you took your so, car. You took your car to the best you know transmission guy in town because that's all he does. It's transmissions, yeah. right? But you know that because it's pretty self-evident. When you come to somebody that calls themselves a planner or an advisor, right. you don't always really know. Yeah. Well, that's you know general mechanic, right? So you took it into yeah. a general mechanic and you find out that they're really only good at transmissions, but you've got an yeah. engine problem. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A bit of a bit of a, a hiccup. Are those there. different and transmission and an engine? Yeah, just a little bit. Not not being a car guy. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one goes vroom when the other makes the uh, wheels yeah. turn. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, playing along with his folks here, uh, how's your score doing uh, when it comes to how much <laughs> risk do you have? Do you know? Uh, are you are you in that solid F category uh, like a lot of us are? So you know, continue to play along with us. I think this next one's the same. You know, in the same arena. Do you know what you're paying in fees? Often it's yeah, one percent to my guy, right? That's right. kind of what we hear. Yeah. Well. Fees are important. You don't want to be paying unrealistically high, unrealistically high fees for something for service you're not getting. Sure, but yep. it you know, but fees probably unless it's really onerous aren't going to kill you for the most part. We charge fees depends on what it is, or we sometimes depending on if there's an insurance solution. Most of the time, those those are, result in a being paid a commission, which we disclose to the people. Right. You know, we get paid a commission. We don't, it's not on a fee. Well, everybody charges a fee. I mean, otherwise you, well, why yeah. would you have a business? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you that the, the company that's done the absolute phenomenally best job of making fees, the only reason to choose is Vanguard. They have beat the fee thing to death for decades. And there is something to be said for that. But if, if the fees are justified by somebody doing better, if a higher fee is justified by somebody doing better from an investment perspective than somebody charging a lower fee that more than makes up for the fee, well, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. You know, if I don't earn my fee, then fire me for Pete's sake on the investment oh, What's side the value you're getting, right? Well, that you're getting nothing. Go buy an index fund. Yeah. I mean, I might buy, you know, it just depends. Then you have, you know, anyway, that's, yes, you sh don't be oblivious to what it costs you to get all of this stuff done. But at the same time, 
you know, understand what you're getting for what you're paying. Well, and I think that's back to that question of the type of person that you're working with for your retirement goals. Uh, if it's someone, you know, somebody says, well, I can probably just pick the, you know, the different investments myself. I, I'm a, a DIYer. I watch it. You know, I pay a mm-hmm. lot of attention. You're probably right. You know, but the, the animal that is retirement, you know, income planning and distribution and preservation and social security and tax management, yada, yada, yada. That's just like a whole other. Right. I've been saying for a little bit, you know, it's like, We'll get some of those questions from a DIY person that's like, yes, I'm really good at this, this, and this, or I'm really good at the investment side. And it's like, great. Yeah. Were, you, were you a star player in, in high school football, for example? That's, you probably, let's just say you were, but it doesn't mean you're qualified to, to you know, get in the NFL. Uh, you might just get you know, ran over because it's a completely different game, the NFL is, yeah. than the high school game is. Yeah. You've got the fundamentals, but the right. speed, the size, you know, all that stuff, you're at, you know, you're out of your element. So totally out of your league. Yeah. Yep. Same kind of element. Cool. All right. Yep. Uh, number five on our five question quiz. Uh, do you know what your retirement income streams will look like? And and Charles, I think this one's again pretty simple for a lot of folks. I think we're probably maybe in the middle ground, uh, maybe that's, yeah. again, that C, because we'll say, well, yeah, I'm going to get some money from uh, you know Social Security, and I've got uh, what I've got in savings, and I know I've got my 401k, but they don't necessarily know how to turn it into income. And that's, well, I think, most of us anyway. Right. And you know the old days when everybody had a pension, it, it was relatively simple. You that know helped. what you were going to get. That made a big difference in that there aren't that many pensions out there anymore right. for folks. Because, you know. But what the other part of this People have a reasonably decent sense um, of, of how this is all going to come together. But what what they've never factored into it, to be perfectly honest, it, and we see it all the time, is I get this money. I, I'm taking a withdrawal out of my 401k plan on a regular basis mm-hmm. or, you know, and whatever. But how much tax am I paying? Right. The tax the tax component of this gets completely lost in the in most conversations because people just don't think about it. Well, I put it away pre-tax and I got to take it out post-tax and I'm going to pay tax on it now. Well, what? You know, so what happens when tax rates go up in the future? That's a that's a big component of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this goes back to how much do you spend? You know, the second question on the quiz. If you don't know how much you spend, then you don't know how much you have to take out. If you take out more than you need to, what's the point? You could leave some in and let it grow a little longer. So the, the how much point. I spend, yeah. how much I need to take to accommodate that spending that I want. Those are two totally interrelated questions and you can't do one without the other. Yeah, Unless you just have so much money, it doesn't make right, right. Then, then, then yay. Uh, you're independently but, wealthy. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, super. Yeah. Uh, you know, but spending and income are going lockstep. You have to know both of those. And of all the other things on the quiz here, risk, you know, too many different accounts, that kind of stuff. Those aren't as important as how much do I spend and where am I going to get the money to cover that come from? Those are the two critical parts. Everything else is secondary. So it's how much comes in, how much goes out. You know, and and that's a pretty simple concept. And a lot of times we think when it comes to our retirement income streams, we think, well, I'm turning off the paycheck because I'm retiring. And I know I've got a couple little things here, but a lot of times we we tend to overlook how we're filling the gap. You know, what's the gap difference? How are we filling it? What are we doing with it? Uh, And, 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 you know, you could bring back the B word that we often joke about that, you know, nobody likes the budget word, but it's a simple, you don't, you don't have to live by this scrutinized super, you know, to the nth degree detailed budget, but you need to have a good understanding of what's coming in and what's going out so that you can plan accordingly. I mean, it's pretty basic. And it's just, it's pretty basic stuff. If you don't have a handle on that, the rest of it's not going to be as important. Well, there you go. So how did you guys do with the quiz, this five-question retirement preparedness quiz? Did you get some A's, some B's, some C's, or like a lot of us get some D's and F's? 
If that's the case, reach I out. I got them all right. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. That's like teachers giving the quiz. That's no, you know. Oh, well, hey, I, I have had some teachers that I knew couldn't pass the test they gave. So. <laughs> well, if you've got some questions about your own or you'd like to improve your score, <laughs> give Charles a call about your unique situation at 480-513-1830 here on Financial Choices Matter. 480-513-1830 or check him out online at pelotoncapital.com that is pelotoncapital.com don't forget to subscribe to the podcast financial choices matter on whatever app you like to use you can find them all on the website or you can search them out on whatever app you've got on your phone just type out financial choices matter in the search box and you should be able to pull that right up and i think uh, we'll we'll do a getting to know you here with something a little fun we'll then we'll wrap up this week all right all right, so what's something that you might look back on your life, Charles, and say, man, what was I thinking? <laughs> <clears throat> That's an interesting one. because. And be careful so Sherry can't hear you. No, 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 no. No, she, she, everybody that knows her knows she's the best idea I ever had. So that's it. That's oh, I didn't mean thing. that. I just meant something that she, <laughs> a little secret she might not know. <laughs> oh, no, there's no secrets. There you we go. We have none. We have, no, we have no, we have no secrets. That's all. awesome. This, this isn't, this isn't about me looking back on something. This is the way my father taught me things. Okay. All right. Which, which I think is germane to this whole idea. What in the world was I thinking? I've said this before, and some of you that, that, that know me know this. I was in the professional sports business a long time ago uh, in, this, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And two other guys and I, when the league was changing and we, we decided it was time to move on to something else, two other guys and I, bought. they, they were working for me at the team. We bought a screen printing company, T-shirt screen printing company. Okay. And I talked to my dad about it because my dad had been an entrepreneur his whole life. I, and, and, you know, he just gave some basic input. And he said, call me, you know, if you got questions while you're going through this, let me know. And then I called him uh, a couple of years later. Two of us decided we didn't want to do it. And the third guy really wanted to stay in the business. So we sold to him. And basically, I got a phone call like the next day uh-huh. from my dad. And he said, so how much did you lose? (laughs) And I said, I told him about how much it was. I said, it's not just losing what we put in. It's also not earning what we could have earned had I been doing something else. He said, yeah. Did you think about all of that? I said, no, not exactly. He said, I'll tell you what, though. Probably less expensive than going back to college and getting an an MBA degree. And I said, ah, he said, did you learn more than you would have if you had gone back to college? And I said, yeah. He said, then it's not the what the world were you thinking. It's did you think it all the way through to begin with? Yeah. No. And that's the way he taught. That's the, those are the kinds of lessons that he always gave. Well, that's the school uh, of hard knocks. You learn, you had to learn the yes, hard way. Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, I have always had a lot of respect for him because he never tried to tell you what to do. He sort of helped you figure out. He said, I knew you weren't going to, nobody was going to have to bail you out. You were going to be fine ultimately, but it's like, how much were you going to learn along the way? Yeah. Okay, thank you. You know, and that's a great always, point. I mean, that's what we try to do with our kids in general, right? Because yeah. you can't stop them sometimes from doing things. You can only try to educate them as best you can. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes that education thing. comes after the fact. Uh, oh, that's exactly right. But I, uh, I always said I just wanted to raise my kids the way my parents raised me because they did. A, I thought they were really good at it. Right. But you make your own mistakes. You know, if it's going to kill you, we'll stop it. <laughs> yeah. But if it's not. Yeah. yeah. We used to know. joke with my daughter, short of uh, short of the hospital or jail, you're, we're going to let you make yeah. your own mistakes, you know. There you go. I think that's it. You know, yes. Uh, so there that's, anyway, 
I, I, that's a good story. That's cute. I like that. And, well, and I think a lot of people can relate to that as well. Uh, hopefully, we all try to you know adhere to something similar to that in our raising of our own kids and then our kids to our grandkids and so on and so forth. So that's going to do it for our podcast this week. Hopefully, you enjoyed the uh, questionnaire, the quiz, as well as the getting to know you bit uh, with Charles. So as always, we appreciate your time. Don't forget to subscribe to us. We'll let you get out of here and get back to your day. But stay safe and sane here, and uh, we appreciate you on Financial Choices Matter. Charles, take care, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. Always a good time. Appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time here on the podcast. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.